And getting up early on this Monday morning, no Super Bowl Mondays here with us in studio, Illinois State Representative Brad Fritz. Well, good morning. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I am. I'm, I don't have a Super Bowl Monday thing going. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm all good. Quite a game, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Wow. I didn't get to watch it. So I call it a school night for me, so I, I, <laughs> I cashed in early. Uh, speaking of early, did we get you up too early, or is this just about right, kind of, sort of? Oh, not a bit. I uh, was born and raised on a farm, so <laughs> I uh, used to getting up early. <laughs> well, not a problem. Yeah, certainly appreciate you uh, uh, coming in this morning. So, um, hey, uh, yeah, we had a little discussion uh, before we went on air, and uh, you uh, got to go down to Springfield for the first time for veto session, and also you got to make a great announcement. What was that experience like? Uh, it was very interesting to watch um, just the process. You know, I prior to running for this position, I'd had no Springfield experience, and just kind of going down and learning and watching the process and meeting and building connections across the aisle before I even sat in those seats was just um, unbelievable. Of course, um, uh, you're familiar with some of the people that are already, uh, you know, in, in their uh, positions. Uh, did you get to uh, hang around with them and maybe get a little bit of advice? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Tom Demmer's the seat that I took over for, and he's uh, he was phenomenal to work with. Um, you know, Representative McCombie, I took over the Whiteside County part, well, part of Whiteside County that was in her district originally, and uh, she's obviously phenomenal. Uh, she's got herself elected uh, minority leader now, which is great for everybody, and uh, I just look forward to continuing to build relationships and working on both sides of the aisle for the future. So, um, yeah, we also brought up that uh, you're the youngest. I am. Wow. I am. The youngest ever elected. Youngest ever elected. Yep. How'd that make you feel? Um, you know, running, I didn't think about it that way, but it's so exciting to me. Um, something that I didn't, an unintended consequence, if you will. Right. I uh, have younger people come up to me all the time and say, wow, I never thought that a young person could be conservative could get elected into these types of positions. I think we have this dangerous narrative running that all young people are progressive liberals. And I think it's very exciting to um, be a part of that narrative change and uh, to be a little bit of beacon for young people to get involved in the political process because it's the future. Okay, so you're a um, farm and you're from Dixon, but you, everybody should know you went to Newman. Do you hear from classmates? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, that was what was great when I took over this uh, Whiteside County portion is, uh, you know, so many great connections that I made in high school coming over here. And uh, uh, great college education, ag uh, and uh, a uh, consumer uh, economics. Mm -hmm. uh, is that going to help you? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, ag is one of the biggest, one of the biggest things here, uh, second to manufacturing. And, you know, we, uh, I think that's something that has to be embraced. You know, we have some of the most fertile farmland in the world right here in our backyard. And bad policy can continue to hinder that and 
overall ends up hindering the state of Illinois as a whole. So um, let's let's say eighteen months, two years ago, you're sitting around saying, you know, I think I want to I want to represent people and head for Springfield. Did it go that way, or was it? Oh my gosh, am I really going to do this? How'd that come about? Oh, not a bit. Um, when I graduated college, I had the opportunity to come back home and farm with my family, and I did that for about a year. And my uncle uh, John Fritz, he was the county treasurer mm-hmm. in Lee County for 24 years. He uh, he came over one night with the district map and laid it down in front of me, and he said, uh, "Tom's running for treasurer. I think you should run for his seat." And <laughs> I, you know, being a young man, I was pretty surprised. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And he uh, said, no, seriously, think about it. I think you'd be good. And I thought about it for a really long time. You know, all the coffee shop talk, all the frustration that I've heard my whole life about people saying, you know, I want to get out of here. And for me, it's home. I love it here. I love the people. I love the atmosphere growing up. And it's something that um, is worth standing up and fighting for to protect for the future. Wow. Appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, we had the uh, little uh, district map kerfuffle and you know, oh, the gosh, yes. like a jigsaw puzzle. Uh, so uh, what, what portions have, have, have you uh, assumed now? Well, the way it's beautifully gerrymandered, I have from Bay Street in Morrison, because <laughs> it's cut the town of Morrison in half, yeah. all the way to NIU's campus. I go kind of right around the edge of the city of DeKalb. And from uh, about a mile south of Route 64 north of Rochelle down to Interstate 80. So it makes kind of a goofy-looking L shape. Wow. But it's, uh, it's a great district. There's a lot of great people out there, and uh, I'm happy to be representing them. So, um, yeah, probably put on a few more miles. Have you been, been out and uh, getting to uh, chat with people? Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, just when I first came into this position, I didn't have any policy that I thought, you know, I'm going to go down and file this bill on day one. And from just chatting with people and understanding how I can make their job a little bit easier for them or to give them a little bit of relief, I'm working on, uh, I I have 13 pieces of legislation that are in the works right now. One of them filed already. Wow. Wow. And uh, when do those come up for consideration? Um... Well, they're still in the drafting stages, so you have to get all that legal jargon put into them so it can be law. So they're with the attorneys now, and when that process is completed, I'll file, and there'll be a uh, press release on those as they come out. So you're 22. Did you you have to assemble a staff, a bunch of people that help uh, Brad Fritz out? Um, A lot of those are provided to you by leadership, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, I have... Uh, office assistant in uh, my Dixon office at 101 West 1st Street, the old Dixon National Bank building. I'm up on the top floor of that, and um, it's uh, Stacy Flanagan from Oregon. She's absolutely fantastic, great person, um, and please reach out to either of us for any anything that comes up. So, um, yeah, now you, now you, you got an office, and then you, do you have another one down in Springfield as well? Yes. Okay. We're... Uh, we're given an office down there, and the staff down there is assigned to us as well. Um, you know, we're lucky in the uh, Republican caucus. We have just phenomenal, phenomenal staff, and it makes our job so much easier. So you got two offices. At, at any point, uh, did you get a little overwhelmed to go, 
wow, uh, what have I done? <laughs> well, I think anybody who gets into uh, Illinois politics thinks that once or twice in their career, but or once or twice a week sometimes. But uh, no, it's um, it's very exciting getting in. I love I love what I do. I love going out and meeting people at events across the district, hearing their concerns. You know. Um, Illinois is a place to me that has everything. You know, we have rivers for transportation. We have the best fertile farm ground in the world. We have interstates that cross us. We have a major economic hub of Chicago. But the reason why people don't want to live here is just straight mismanagement from politics. And that's all it is. You know, you have colder weather up north. You can go down to the southern part of Illinois and have almost no winter at all. And it's an amazing place, and I want to be part of the solution because I really think, you know, if, if all hope was gone, I wouldn't do this, and my 39 other colleagues wouldn't do it either. We'd just let it go. But there's hope. We believe in it. And uh, under uh, Representative McCombie's leadership, I'm uh, looking very forward to uh, working for the future. So, uh, and now, uh, when she, uh, you know, got the uh, minority uh, position, did you get make some sort of announcement did, uh, and say, hey, I did. what did you have to do there? So, um, on Inauguration Day, I got the opportunity. She asked me if I would consider uh, giving her seconding nomination speech, mm. and uh, that was unreal on day one coming up to the podium and giving a speech to uh, a crowd of a couple thousand people and that was live streamed for the world but i can't think of a better person to do it for she is great um under this team that she's put together so far you know our streamlined debate on the floor everybody has their points of what they're going to make and how they're going to make it and um everything is just very tight and ironclad ran and it's exciting because under her leadership we're gonna reprove to the people of Illinois that we're the party that deserves to lead that deserves to be decision makers and can pull us in the right direction so you've mentioned that you've heard uh, people say well you know I'm gonna leave the state I don't want to you know mess with us anymore but uh, do you feel that uh, we can give them hope it's like no just hold on Put, put tap the brakes a little bit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think I think uh, it comes from all 118 representatives really giving great constituency service, getting back to their people and saying, listen, you know, I know you're struggling right now. I hear you. You know, I'm going to file legislation. I'm going to work hard on behalf of you. Just give us a little bit of time. And I think that um, just that degree of listening and that degree of concern I think can lead to some great things in the future. So, uh, but between the the people that go to the ballot box and, and those that get elected, where'd that disconnect start? What happened there? It all comes with the gerrymandering maps, and that's something that I'm extremely opposed to, and it just it drives me nuts. You know, all of our districts have to are 108,000 people plus or minus some, and they should be drawn out in squares. You represent who you represent. When we start to pick and choose voters and we try to put, you know, hard groups of Republicans together and hard groups of Democrats together, all of a sudden you're 
you're catering to the extremes of both sides and you leave everybody else in the middle going, well, oof, I don't necessarily believe in that, and, but boy, I don't believe in that either. And that's what's happening across the state as a whole. You know, I, I hear over and over different people who are starting to say, you know, I'm a, I'm a Democrat, but I'm not a liberal, or I'm a Republican, but I'm not a Trumpster. I think that it's really interesting how people are starting to separate themselves from what they would consider the extremes of their party. And I think that that's a good degree of hope because most solutions are somewhere in the middle if we really work hard and um, try to snuff those out. Well, so um, when you're out in public or out in the store now, are people starting to recognize you and go, hey, there's our guy over there. Uh, let's let's go chat with him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting for me, you know. Uh, just growing up on a farm, of course, you know everybody in the area, and uh, but now people go out of their way, or they kind of look at you across the restaurant, and you're just like, hey. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little, it's a different lifestyle, but it's something that uh, I really enjoy representing people and engaging with them. So, yeah, when you uh, said uh, you know University of Illinois, and I'm thinking right away, I, I just I, I blew it, and I just said right away, oh, did you go? political science but no but uh, mm -hmm. um, you, you just you just seem like uh, you just have a natural feel for this and you uh, pr probably started out as your own concerns and, and your family's concerns says you know what Th this is everybody's concerns absolutely you hear it over and over um, you know we we farm you just don't roll up your acreage and move to Iowa or roll up and move to Indiana and that's we don't have that luxury, I guess, if you will, but um, but we shouldn't have to. And the people who are able to move shouldn't have to. You know, you have friends, you have family, you have neighbors, you have colleagues that you love and want to be around. And the fact that we're, we have a political environment that is so crazy some days that people feel they have to leave is sad. And that's something why that's why I jumped into this race and what I intend to fight every day in Springfield to make sure that we don't have to leave. Hope you don't mind me bringing this up, but you you bring up the word fight. Well, you had your own battle, and you are a survivor. Uh, and uh, I have to I admire each and every one, and we work a lot with Relay for Life. I saw you there last year, but I didn't get to come over and say hi. Yes, I uh, I'm a cancer survivor. When I was uh, just 15 months old. I uh, woke up one day and I'd been walking for quite a stretch and uh, I couldn't walk. And uh, my older sister, because I'm the youngest, she was a nurse practitioner at Children's in Chicago. And when she heard my symptoms, she told my mom, I need you to get them in here to see this doctor right away. And she knew and I was diagnosed with ALL leukemia. So, um, you know, I, I went through chemotherapy. I uh, had a full recovery and I'm here and you know I've had that experience we had our car accident yeah. that I this yeah. last year and um, I'm the youngest to ever hold this seat you know I, I initially I'm not supposed to be here but I've jumped a couple of these hurdles and I'm here and I'm ready to fight and that's why it, it is couple of hurdles and uh, for some people those would have been just absolute roadblocks roadblocks but uh, thank you so much yeah
Thank you so much. And uh, I always, uh, I don't know, it, and, uh, I feel so tight with Relay for Life, and I, I told you mm -hmm. where I'm at on that end. But uh, you're going to be at the uh, one coming up in June? Absolutely. June 3rd, same place. All right. Same place. Let's do it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see you there. Um, but before we uh, let you go, um, what's what's a couple of things that uh, you feel personally that uh, you'd like to see happen uh, in uh, Springfield for 2023? Well, the first piece of legislation that I filed uh, was a rewrite of a bill that Representative McCombie had done when she represented this area, and it's to uh, get the four-year nursing program out at Sauk. Um, wow. Sauk Valley has gone through the process. Their faculty are accredited to be able to do it. And right now out here in rural America, my hospitals are screaming to me. My uh, long-term care facilities and nursing homes are screaming to me that they, they don't have help. They don't have the nursing staff to be able to provide the care they need to. And, you know, we just saw uh, in the last couple of weeks, the hospital in Peru closed, and that was another one of the reasons for that. You know, we, you can't, as we talk about mass exodus, you know, if you can't get basic health care out here in rural America, you're not going to stick around. You're not going to have a family out here when you, if you have to, in some cases, with that hospital closing, drive almost an hour to have a baby. Mm. I mean, that's that's a very, very serious problem. And in this four-year program, you know, we can develop some homegrown talent right here We can who love this place as much as we do, who want to stay here, who want to care for the people of our area. And uh, I think with their accreditation already, there's no reason that we should be a roadblock for it. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, if there's anybody out there wondering what a 22-year-old is going to do in Springfield, I think we satisfied some of those questions. <laughs> wow. Well, um, certainly appreciate you getting up early. Absolutely. And, Thanks um, for having me. If uh, somebody needs to uh, get a hold of you, you got a website and all that developed and everything? Yes. Yeah, so our district office is at uh, 101 West 1st Street, Suite 501 in Dixon. And uh, you can check us out on the web at rep, R-E-P, Fritz, F-R-I-T-T-S dot com. It's, uh, we'll keep you up to date. There's an email list you can get on. Um, I send out biweekly updates with things that are happening. And uh, I think we're going to be on the radio again here pretty shortly. So I look yep. forward to uh, continuing this relationship and keeping people informed with what's happening down south. Yeah, we'll work it out either in studio or, or by phone, and uh, maybe just a time if you need to. You know, All right. No problem there. So um, if somebody uh, wants you uh, you know, uh, to speak or do an appearance, they contact you, um, or you don't say, hey, can I come talk? It, it's the other way around, isn't it? Oh, it works both ways, but okay. please, if, you, uh, if there's an event that you have going on that you'd like me to be at, please reach out to my district office. If there's any way I can be there, I will be there. Wow. Well, Representative Fritz, glad to meet you, and thanks so much for coming in this morning. Hey, thank you.